All right, I think I'm live. Am I live right now? You're live. Yeah, you can. All right, come on in. Yeah, you're coming in just in time. All right, cool. So we are live right now. Uh, welcome everybody to downright, uh, downright annoyed with movies. Um, um, this is a weekly series where myself and uh, bored and annoyed uh, host Jackson, uh, we review movies along with the other guests uh, as well. Um, we pick a different movie every week, and at the very end of each uh, episode, we get to uh, spin a spin a wheel and decide who gets to pick the next movie. Um, today, I'm actually get, I'm actually privileged. Is your mic on? Now it is. Can you hear? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we, might, we might have to try to figure out a way where you can. Okay. So my co-host Riley's here too. She watched it with me, so uh, she'll be joining us in the conversation. Um, and uh, so I'm just going to introduce our panel here. Uh, let's start with uh, Jackson. Hi, I'm Jackson with Bored and Annoyed, and uh, yeah, uh, obviously uh, you can find us at the website down there. I love doing that. Um, but yeah, we're a weekly podcast. We talk about movies, typically review one of the movies that came out this week, and, and we try to have a topic every week. It gets difficult to come up with a random topic, but um, if you want to listen to our show, boredandannoyed.com, you can find all the episodes or uh, use the link there to find us on any uh, podcast platform. So. Okay, great. That's and uh, next, uh, a new staple. We might have to actually add him to the uh, to the crew. Paul, thank you for joining us again. Hey, glad I can make it today. Uh, today worked out. But uh, yep, my name's Paul. I'm from ComicBookInvest.com. I have a, a podcast on Monday nights, uh, live on YouTube, about nine thirty, with my co-hosts, and we just kind of shoot the breeze, talk comics, talk. Um, other items you can flip you can find at cons and stuff like that so check us out appreciate it awesome thank you thank you thank you very much for joining us and uh the man of the hour uh for this week uh he he actually uh recommended this movie and we all had to watch it derek from poolside podcast thanks so much for coming on man thanks for having me and um i'm derek from poolside podcast we talk about alternative music such as rock and metal uh, we do album reviews from time to time and sometimes we'll discuss movies and tv shows you can find us on all social media such as twitter instagram facebook and listen to us on all podcast platforms such as spotify uh, apple music and everything else that plays podcasts Awesome. Okay, cool. Let's take a look at our entire panel here. All right, great. We are waiting on one other person right now, and he'll uh, he'll join in uh, as as he gets here. But real quick, we got uh, twelve people, actually thirteen people watching across all platforms right now. So it's uh, I just wanted to acknowledge the chat right now. We got uh, Solo Wookie came in here uh, first. Thanks for coming on. Uh, Superior Superior hero reviews why can't i say that i don't know, I don't know either <laughs> superior hero reviews thanks for coming on sydney riders in here z collects man i appreciate you all coming on i know that rod is uh doing his show right now and a lot of people are in that but we're gonna try to uh um, adjust so that uh, we can make it up for everybody else um but hey dude this national treasure okay um tell you what how about this i'm going to uh read a synopsis of of the uh, of the movie and then we'll go around our initial thoughts sound good sounds right, great cool. let's do that all right so 
Benjamin Franklin Gates is a third-generation treasure hunter. All his life, Gates has been searching for a treasure no one believed existed, amassed through the ages, moved across continents to become the greatest treasure the world has ever known. Hidden by our founding fathers, they left clues to the treasure's location right before our eyes, from our nation's birthplace to the nation's capital to clues buried within symbols on the dollar bill. Gates's lifelong journey leads him to the last place anyone thought to look, a map hidden on the back of the Declaration of Independence. Nicholas Cage as Nicholas Cage being Nicholas Cage in all his movies. Uh, real quick, before we get into initial thoughts, uh, our, our fifth panelist just came in. Uh, Cookie from Just a Little Podcast just, just joined. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Appreciate it. Real quick, when I just read the synopsis, why don't you uh, uh, tell everybody who you are and wh where they can find you? Uh, yeah, I'm cooking from Just Little Podcast. I have a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Talk everything geek, pop culture from news, uh, anime, video games, comic books, the whole nine yards. I'm occasionally on YouTube. Uh, I'm on a guest appearance on other shows, but I've been I've been on here quite a bit. So thanks to you very much for allowing me to be on this show. Hell yeah, awesome man. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we got a we got a pretty good we got an awesome panel today. This is awesome. Whole bunch of pod podcasters unite. I think that's the uh, hashtag I've been using lately. <laughs> <laughs> um cool uh i i don't know about you jackson but uh, i feel like since derek was the one who uh suggested the movie perhaps he should go first yeah he can go <laughs> uh, I, I felt like you were going to do that so uh basically this movie came out when i was like 12 years old and um history was like one of my favorite uh, topics in school. So, um, I was immediately like interested in it, you know, Nicholas Cage. Um, I feel like this is one of his better movies out of his large collection. Um, but you know, watching it now compared to watching it when you're a kid is a bit different because you just look at things differently. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm really interested to hear what you all think. Cool. All right. Um, Cookie, you're the last one to join us, so you get to go next. Um, Put you on the spot. Initial yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm the same way. As a kid, uh, that movie was absolutely epic. Uh, the mentality that you have as a child, your your imagination runs wild. So as an adult now rewatching it, it, it's, it's still, it still holds up for a Nicolas Cage film. Uh, I do put it up there at one of his higher peak films. Um, I enjoyed it. I still enjoy it now. Um, I don't know if it deserves to continue on and become like a saga type film, but I do enjoy the first one. The second one was, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. So I enjoyed it. Okay. Paul. Yeah. I just, uh, I just looked it up. 2004 <laughs> is when the movie came out for anyone really? who doesn't know. Um, I can't remember the last time I saw it. Last time I saw it, I can't remember if I even saw the whole thing. Um, uh, but I liked it. I, um, I didn't, and you know, I, I'm very good at convincing <laughs> myself that the, the plot holes don't exist or, or just overlooking them. Uh, you know, you guys have mentioned music in other movies and I'm like, uh, what music and just where the tremors come from. And I just like come up with like, well, they came from here. Cause that's how my mind justifies it. So I, I thought it was good. Uh, maybe if I watched the, the video that Derek said, where they, they point out every little detail i i might uh might not like it as much but i i thought it was a good popcorn flick i enjoyed it. it's a good family movie good stuff okay um jackson before we get to you uh how about you over here in the corner <laughs> i know i'm, I'm I not here in the corner 
Um, I mean, I love it, but again, like it's Nicolas Cage in what Nicolas Cage is. Like it's corny and like kind of ridiculous, but I love that I love anything that's like kind of focuses on history. And again, as a kid, who who doesn't love like a treasure hunt movie, you know? So watching it again, I feel like I love it as much as I do still because of the nostalgia factor, like because I loved it when I was younger and because like you still, I don't know, you want to like believe that there's still treasure out there to be found. But um, do I think it's award winning? Not so much, <laughs> but like, you know, it's fun. It's fun. Cool. Jackson, the man. Uh, I, first off, I feel like you guys have never seen like raising Arizona or Mandy or leaving <laughs> Las Vegas, because if you're saying this is one of Nicolas Cage's best movie, I mean, I'd put the family man over this for instance, but uh, I like that movie. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So this movie, it, it's watchable. It's not like the worst thing in the world. Um, especially, yeah, I remember, I mean, I guess. I wasn't necessarily a kid when this came out, but I was younger and I remember thinking it was pretty good. Uh, but the problem with this movie is all it is, is, is one chase scene strung into another. Um, you don't really get to know anything about Nicolas Cage's character outside of the fact that he comes from a family that was obsessed with this treasure. I mean, that's, that seems to be the only thing that matters and he knows everything to the point where there's one scene where like the, the beta male bitch boy sidekick character that there's always in these movies. Like he knows something Nicholas Cage doesn't know. And it's Name like, Riley. It's the, uh... he knows about daylight savings time. Yeah. 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 And he, uh, he, he knows something Nicholas Cage doesn't know. And it's like, they play it as this big joke, but all it does is like point out kind of my, my problem with the movie. I will say, um, what's her name who played Helen of Troy and Troy is gorgeous. So that's Diane a, that, yeah. Diane Kruger's gorgeous. So that's a, a plus. Um, she's pretty good in the movie. Nobody's bad in it. Uh, Sean Bean plays kind of the Alec Trevelyan from Goldeneye character again, yeah. uh, which he's good at. So I always like him. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I also don't like how how quickly it kind of gets started. I wish there was a little bit more time outside of that first exposition scene when the, when Nicholas Cage is a kid. Uh, you kind of go straight from that into the ship uh, being yeah. under the Arctic ice or whatever the hell it was, and uh, right away Sean being like is a traitor immediately. So you don't get you don't get a sense of whether or not Nicholas Cage's character had like a real friendship with him or what was going on there. Yeah, the um, only thing that we got was like the one line where they said, like, yeah, we've been on this trek for two years. It was like a culmination of two years, right? Right. And well, and the other thing too is I I don't know if I missed something, but it seems to me that this is the first clue in the history of searching for this treasure that's worked out. So you're telling me like nothing was accomplished until that past 200 years that ship scene am i right or is that incorrect? no I think so in in the very beginning they talk about how like the different founding fathers that the original masons did leave clues but then the one guy who died in the carriage in the very beginning left like the last clue which was that the secret lies with the charlotte Got so it. I, oh. I so i think it was more that was like the one clue they had left to go on so that was it though that it, since like the paul revere days i think so yeah yeah so that's odd to me too because then all of a sudden it's like okay they figured this one out and it's this, this chain reaction where all this stuff's happening like i feel like at some point 
someone in this family would have given up on this already. And I guess John Voight's character did maybe, yeah. uh, but, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's fine. It's a fine little movie. There's some fun stuff. I like the idea of like um, American history as a plot, you know, I mm-hmm. thought that was mm-hmm. kind of neat. Um, you know, Ben Franklin's glasses, all that kind of stuff, I think is kind of fun, but it's not the characters. Just, I don't care about any of the characters, I guess is the problem. Yeah. Then that kind of brings me to my initial reaction too. So, I mean, when, whenever I see a new Nick Cage movie, I, I can't compare them to other movies. I have to compare them to other Nick Cage movies. And he's made so many that, I mean, I don't think that this is his best one by far, but, um, in regards to the, the hierarchy of Nick Cage movies is maybe his top 10. I think uh, like I, I could, like I was able to rewatch this a lot of Nick Cage movies. I can't rewatch. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of these characters are the actors play these characters. They're the same characters as other movies they've been in. Like, obviously we talked about Nick Cage. We talked about Sean Bean, John Voight. I feel like he's the same character in a lot of his movies, like especially in his older age. Um, Diane Kruger. Yeah, she's also, she was also in, um, Inglorious Bastards, which is one of my favorite uh, films with her in it, uh, and she wasn't even a main character, but uh, she was she was good. Um, but yeah, I think overall, I mean, I it was an enjoyable Nick Cage movie. I, I could probably only stomach watching it once every like couple years. I think well, I whether like- or not I'm excited for a part three. Uh, is that happening for sure? Oh, it's hundred percent happening with the original people coming back. Oh. I mean, he's broke, so he does need all the money he can get. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, we were. Uh, I had a random, you know, got online live with with uh, Michael last night, and uh, we were talking about he's got he's got like an HP Lovecraft movie out right now. He did Mandy last year, so I think he, I, he's probably doing everything they're asking him to do. And you'd think once in a while something was, good would happen. So. Just, but that, doesn't it kind of feel like he's just taking any job? all the time though like every year i feel like he comes out with more and more movies yeah i'm sure he is i'm gonna do this i feel like what you were talking about earlier though with like talking about maybe this isn't his best movie or some people who thought it was kind of up there for him i feel like when you're ranking though nicholas cage movies there's two different camps there's like the movies you love because they're so cheesy and ridiculous and so i feel like this is high up in that category for me like you you love to hate it but then there's also the movies where he's like legitimately got chops and is like a good it, actor. So I feel it, like there's those two different categories. It is crazy to think like that he, if anybody's seen Leaving Las Vegas, like the fact that that actor ended up being like universally laughed at and and kind of sloughed off as a bad actor is interesting because he's so good in that. Um, yeah. It's yeah. just, it's odd. It's almost like he's done this to himself to an extent, you know, was, with his, was, with his goofy roles that he's taken. It was, it was, I was going to say is, are there two camps of Nicolas Cage, like pre mental break or pre craziness or pre downhill? You know what I mean? Like, is it, is it, can we separate it even further than that? And where would that start for what movie would that start at? I guess. Or is it a roller coaster? I think it's a okay. roller coaster. Are you guys ready for this stat? I'm on I'm on Rotten Tomatoes right now, and I I clicked on Nicolas Cage's filmography. In the past ten years, he has been in fifty two movies. 
Wow. Holy crap. Oh my God. 52. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> What's the like, I wish we could do, we could do like a little bit of math here and do like, like the, the like average Rotten Tomato score of his movie. Okay. So <laughs> it ranges. Uh, the best is Mandy at 91%. Oh no. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse at 97%. <laughs> oh, that's right. He's uh yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, Spider-Man noir. Spider-Noir. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, love and Toja. And Tosha, I never saw that. Um, that that's also at ninety six percent. But then he has some duds. Um, he has uh, two eleven at five percent. Arsenal at three percent. Outcast at five percent. He has a movie called Grand Isle that came out last year that has zero percent. Oh wow! <laughs> crazy. So was it being not released or? He's got a is another movie back in 2014 called uh, Left Behind that had a one percent. He has another zero percent called A Thousand Words back in 2012. There's got to be some like straight to straight to video stuff. Yeah, there yeah, has to be right. But um, yeah. but look, A Thousand Words made 18 million. Um, is that the one with um, Eddie Murphy? Uh, hold on, I gotta click on it now. Uh. Where was it? I don't know, but okay. talking about those kind of like the the different versions of him, yes. like earlier today, I kind of compared him to almost like Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Like sometimes he's just absolutely ridiculous, and like like Keanu Reeves, he's he's fantastic as long as he doesn't have any speaking lines. <laughs> but then sometimes he's just really great. Like he just kind of like not surprises you because he has done like some great movies, so you know it's in there more it surprises you that it's still in there and that like why isn't he like that all the time right um okay so go trying to stay focused on national treasure um, <laughs> it's hard yeah no it's hard uh, there's so many great nicholas cage things to talk sorry about. i did yeah. want to say i think i think uh sean bean their relationship i agree would have been you would imagine stronger after them working so closely together but they established sean bean as like his basically his financial backer so yes mm -hmm. but then they split but then they split and went and did the same thing went to, to steal the declaration yeah it's odd well and if but like, i want to i want to cash it in or i want to preserve it was basically the difference between the two guys right yeah Did i just guys... wish that, i wish we would have seen them like start the movie with them on and, and this is the problem right is like start the movie with them on another mission or something but since this is the only thing that this guy does it's not like it's not like okay Goldeneye again. Goldeneye starts. Pierce Brosnan and Sean Bean. Um, they are going into that Russian, uh, you know, complex, and we think Sean Bean dies, right? So, like that—that that is disconnected from the plot of the rest of the movie. It's almost like you need—you need just something like that to, like, you know, kind of make that make sense like it, it is connected in golden eye a little bit but it's not the main story it's like you need a little a little side mission that they're on or it's something just a little that bit of a relationship building that's all right, you need. Right. just a little bit but uh, uh the other thing i did want to touch on real quick real important to me because i noticed it like crazy is the uh the it feels like stock chasing music through this entire movie i mean everything is so bland it just feels like something 
somebody pulled off of like uh, the internet, like no rights. You know what I mean? Just like like uh, like Larry it's David music. uses that music for curb your enthusiasm, where yeah. no, it belongs to no one. You know, that's how this feels. But it's just, it's the same music that me and Cookie use for all of our YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired! But I was about oh, to say yeah, the we're same good, thing bro. too. Oh, I was good. Like, I think I've we use YouTube. the music better than they did in this in this movie. Absolutely, man. I agree. Would you guys say that this is like a modern attempt at Indiana Jones? A crappy modern attempt. Mm. That'd be interesting. I like Solo Wookie's comment. It's an adult. It's uh, like adult Goonies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fun like, adult Goonies. I, um, I'm not sure if I can completely get behind that. No, the Goonies has fun characters. That's yeah, I mean, I understand the the prevets. Like, it, it's their attempt at that, though. Right. Like, sorry, yeah, like you're the right. premise of it. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um. So uh, I know that there's, there are a lot of nitpicks. How about this? Let's go around the horn. Let's see who name like two things that you loved about the movie. How about that? Some things that are good. Well, don't everyone speak at once. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your cricket sound? Yeah, I don't have a cricket. I don't have a sound. I mean, I like um, Chris. I like I like Christopher Plummer, and he's in it for all of like thirty seconds at the beginning. Yeah, well, Christopher Plummer. I don't think he's. I can't remember anything he's bad in. Um, but yeah. Uh, so I like, I like the history thing. So uh, this, this movie reminded me a lot. Uh, well, I think that, uh, did you guys ever watch the TV show sleepy hollow? No, I watched a little bit of it. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. So it's uh, sleepy hollow. Uh, the story of sleepy hollow is the story of the headless horseman. Right. And, uh, but the whole thing with that show is, they take a lot of American history and uh, and uh, and like kind of morph it into um, uh, like some supernatural things that are going on uh, present time. And uh, I kind of like I, I like the Jackson what you talked about earlier is talking about the how they infused American history as a plot point, right? Um, and I, I really like that. I like the idea of it. It almost almost kind of reminded me a little bit of like a dumbed down version of Da Vinci code even. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, where they take a lot of the, of, uh, of human history and kind of like do it, uh, morph it into like a modern time heist of some sort. I like yeah, that. I like it, is, it is Da Vinci code ish. It's true. Right? Yeah. 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 I was going to say it's, it's all those like Dan Brown novels are all in some way, shape or form, you know, but then, but then therein lies the difference, right? We have a great writer in Dan Brown. We don't have a writer for this. Who, I mean, wrote, who this? wrote this? Is, uh, written Brock. by Cormac Wiberly and Jim Coof. Well, of course. Of course. Right. Cormac Wiberly and Jim Coof. There's a problem right there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who that is. Um, <laughs> I can imagine this being Rick Harrison from Pawn Star's favorite movie. Cause he loves <laughs> history. <laughs> I can just him watching this with the grandkids. Well, um, he's known for such great films as Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle, I Spy with Eddie Murphy and Owen Wilson, and The Sixth Day with Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, oh man, there God. you go. Classic. Rap right, man. That's Classic. a rap sheet. So yeah, yeah so that's uh, Wiberly. That's Mr. Wiberly's, you know, filmography. So I guess this probably is the best movie out of those four. This you movie know. made $172 million. I mean, it got a sequel, I think, pretty quickly, right? There was a sequel made. Like, uh, before. Yeah. This, movie, this movie was in 2004. Let's look up. Uh, I think 2007. But, but I mean, again, I like I get why it made money and everything at the time, though, because, you know, again, yeah, seven, it's, it's treasure hunting. People, people like 
Well, to and you know, why not? Nicholas Cage's name still had a little bit to it, too. Yeah. You know what I mean, like you could still throw Nicholas Cage's name on a poster with a picture of him and people would be interested in seeing well how many seasons is uh the skull island or whatever the the treasure the modern day treasure hunting on discovery channel or whatever it is skull island i don't even know what that is going on See, oh, you know, I Curse of Oak Island. That's the Curse one. Curse of Oak Island. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The reason why that is it keeps going is because it's more of a spin-off to the greatest docuseries of all time, Ancient Aliens. That's the only reason why that's uh that keeps going. Yeah, Justin, Justin uh from Facebook has comment. I don't know, National Treasure Three, the international hunt. To find the alien technology within the pyramids. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will watch that several times See? over. That <laughs> sounds just like Indiana Jones 4. In the Crystal <laughs> Kingdom of the <laughs> Crystal Skull. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what would be great is I know they're doing Indy 5 as well. They should yep. open those up on the same weekend. You could just have which a... One does better. Yeah, you could just have an awesome weekend where you go watch, you know, washed up Harrison Ford and washed up Nicolas Cage. Uh, you know, treasure, treasure hunt. And then you have a crossover, right? Yes, exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, going back to the crossover, I mean, national remember in the beginning of Sean Bean said in the beginning, like I had this, uh, everyone has their, their backgrounds. I'm wondering if maybe this movie takes place in between a couple of the bond films or like, or like before that, uh, golden eye movie, you know, where he's <laughs> maybe going rogue for a little while. When yeah, he was he's, uh, presumed he's, dead. He's under he's 006 undercover before <laughs> yeah, Golden. Exactly. It wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't be against uh, the industry to make this some sort of prequel or flashback something <laughs> exactly. or other just cuz they're yeah. like we can't move forward so let's go backwards. This but, is probably um, what the only Sean Bean movie that he hasn't died in. I was just going to say you can't kill him in this series, right? It's Disney. <laughs> if this came out now everyone would be waiting for his death scene. Yeah. There's Just a treasure in the prison he's been hold it, held in. He could escape from prison and and then that'll that'll filter into escape escape uh part three with Sylvester Stallone and oh you know, god right there you go. Yeah, and then there's the opportunity and to kill Dave him. Batista, so. Yeah. Is they, is is Sean Bean in the sequel? Does anybody know? No, no. no okay. I don't think so. Not not in part two. I don't know about part three. They did. Nicholas Cage's character did trick me because I hadn't. I didn't remember the end of the movie. I knew there was a sequel when he tricked. Uh, uh, um, what is his first name? Uh, Bean. Sorry, Sean Bean. Sean, Sean Bean. When he tricked Sean Bean into leaving, and the treasure was really there, I was like, because the I knew the movie's almost over because I'd paused it. I had to do some stuff, but I was like, this is. They're not going to find the treasure, and it's going to roll into the sequel. And I was like, God, Derek. God damn, gosh darn you for making me watch two movies to get to get the story. But then they then, then they did find it. So I was, uh, that's next week's movie. You're right. If you win, <laughs> that would be you have to now, right? You have to. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen it. Uh, it's I don't pretty even know good. What, what's the plot of number two. I don't so, know. Don't, don't they, where they go I'll to England and there's the there's the desk, you know, the pre- the presidential desks and more more treasure. Okay. It's like their grandfather. Was so like- so he found this treasure that he's been seeking his entire life for generations. Yeah. And then as soon as he finds it, it's like, oh, there's another one. Yes. Yeah. And okay. he only takes 1% of the yeah. profit. Yeah. He's such that, a was, that was really, I was equally as annoyed as, as movie Riley. The actual Riley was equally annoyed with the 1% versus 10%. 
That's I just mean, stupid. Not only for your own pocket, but for 10%, you could do whatever. You could make your own library. You could do something else historical yeah. that, you know, his character obviously would love. But who am I? I don't write yeah. for Disney. There would probably be a decent re- rate of return in an investment account, too. You could probably, yeah. you could probably I mean, make what, more yeah. than just giving it to the government. You right. know, they probably... It looks like they did pretty well with the 1%. Yeah, tech. That would be, you know, that would be, if you, if they say, I offer you 10 and I go five, I'll say five with no taxes. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be funny if uh, the next one or the third one, it's like post 2008 after the financial crisis and all the characters are broke as hell and they all, they all should have kept an extra 6%. Well, so that, that's how number two starts. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the characters being broke now. So. So they beat you to the punch. I'm sorry. Damn. <laughs> I'm sorry. Damn. <laughs> but clearly yeah, wish, it was a good idea. <laughs> clearly I'm no, uh, what's his name? Wibberly as far as yeah. a writer. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, Corn, Cornby, what was Corn, his name? I, I, like I, I already lost. The right. part three is going to be produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. He did that, the first two. He, he did, did the, the first two. two. Okay. Yeah. And then Turtle Tob is, Turtle Tob is the director again. So he's coming back. Oh man, this is just, I'm it. hyped. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey, we haven't uh, acknowledged people here in the chat real quick. Uh, we got uh, Dijon ba- uh, Brantley's in in the house. Hello, Wookie. He's still around. Thanks for coming on. Um, DKOT. Why do I feel like I should know that uh, that acronym? The 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 Knights of the. No, I I don't know. It's, it's Star Wars. Star Wars related. Cookie, help me out. Nothing. Uh, Raider Rich, how you doing, sir? I, I don't even know that one. No, you didn't the Knights of the Old Something, but then you didn't give uh, for. you didn't give Cookie much time before you just went on to the next guy. Yeah. You, you could could have given him more more time. Sorry. I talk too fast and I don't even <laughs> but yeah, oh, uh, Dark Knight of Thrones. That's what he said. Okay. Overall, okay. Overall, I um I still hate Derek for suggesting this movie. <laughs> um any any like you know warm and fuzzies that existed are gone it's just a bland boring just it was a slog to to get through it's not horrible but if you had to rank the national the uh nick cage movies is this top 10 or is it bottom 10 or mid or not even on the radar? i don't i don't think it's top 10 i i mean you guys talk i'll go find some I mean, I know he has such a large. I mean, I, like I think Face Off is kind of stupid, but that's better. I would say Con Air is better. Leaving Las Vegas, Mandy. I probably like that stupid Gone in sixty seconds better. Raising Arizona. Rock. No one said the Rock, right? Adaptation. Oh, the rock. rock. The, yeah, that's for yeah. me. Wild and hard. As, just as Family you're Man. naming all, yeah, you're naming all these movies. Yeah, I don't. I'm. I don't know. Does it? Crack what about uh, Lord of War? Yes. Oh yeah, that yeah, was a good movie. movie. Yeah, I like that one. Stick Men with him and Sam Rockwell was really good. You know, I don't think I ever saw that. Well, suggest it. No, Maybe win it. Uh, win I with Nick Cage for for okay. For, for, for me, for me though, like I Wicker think, Man. like I said, there's the two different categories, and like like I said, sometimes I want to see Man. a cheesy, <laughs> cheesy, ridiculous movie, yeah. and this is this is way high up there for me. That's like it's true. entertaining. It's funny. It is. It is Why just. It's just a, it's, it's a, it's a little romp, a little Nicholas Cage uh, yeah, romp. Yeah. Exactly. I want to, I want to ask for us in the chat because I don't know the answer. What was his first bad movie after Climbing High? 
you know, maybe his first movie was terrible, but after his name was known in the common household, what was his first dive? Does that, I don't know. Well, here, let's, uh, um, I got to scroll way down to get down. To right. <laughs> There's a movie. I'm I can't think of the name of it. About? What's that? What movie were we talking about? Nick, him in general, Nicholas Cage. So you're trying to you're trying to ping down where it all went wrong. Is that right? Well, if it's if it's a roller coaster, that's fine. But his first dip is what I'm curious of, in everyone's opinion, versus or the money. I don't know. I mean, where where I think he started getting bad. Well, but he did adaptation that year too. But he was in a movie called Wind Talkers. Um, it was oh, like yeah. a, a yeah. yeah it's a war movie and it's like the, they used like native American code. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, mm. it looks like the whole, I think it was a John Woo movie. Um, and it was terrible. That, that was like my first memory of him stinking. Now I think he gets a bit of a bad rap though. I really do. I don't think he's that bad. I think he just is in shitty movies. And now, like you said, Michael, if you do 52 movies, if you're doing, you know, 5.2 movies per year or whatever it averages out to. Something's um, got to stick to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, but a lot of them are going to be suck, right? I mean, he's probably yeah. showing up on set for like, you know, a week um, doing some stupid made for TV or nope, straight, you know to, straight to video release. And it probably stinks, but I think he can do good stuff. Mandy was great. I loved Mandy. Okay. So I'm looking at his uh, kind of repertoire here and, Lord of War was in 2005. After oh, so it was that, the year after. So after that, in 2006, he hit. Uh, he did World Trade Center, which didn't do very well, but I thought was actually a very uh, not a bad movie. I think where it started to go downhill was in 2006, 2007. Wicker Man and Ghost Rider. Those, Ghost those Rider, two yeah. could have probably been the catalyst because after that, it was. He was Fu Manchu in Grindhouse. Then there was that crappy movie Next. That and was then, stupid. Oh, Mad yeah. Treasure 2. Then Knowing. Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah. That oh, was, oh, oh, man. Well, I think that's where it was. 06, 07. Something happened mm. where he just started doing all this crappy movies. Bad Lieutenant. Okay, Kick-Ass wasn't terrible, but, I mean, he didn't really have a huge role, right? Bad, Bad Lieutenant got good reviews, but it, it tanked at the box office. I didn't I, like it. Um I, I, I bet it. I bet there's a correlation between his bank account and those yeah. years. It has That's to be true. because uh, before that he was only doing two to three movies a year, and then after that it skyrockets to about five to six almost. There's a couple of movies, a couple of years where he only had two or three, but it's five to six after that all the way up to now. I'm thinking maybe he did not truly successfully leave Las Vegas. Yeah. Maybe he lost <laughs> a lot of money. Can I point something out, by the way? Uh-huh. Um, this movie is so incredibly lame, as much as everybody in here kind of seems to have an okay feeling of it, that we literally cannot talk about it. It's only a Nicolas Cage conversation. Yeah, we, because is- there is nothing to say about this movie. It's just, it's a, just a bland... Yeah. It's... It's bad. It's a good Paul. popcorn movie. It's a good popcorn movie. Ninety-one percent right. of Google reviewers actually enjoyed this movie, though. I, there you go. I don't know what I'm talking about. That I do know. <laughs> I remember one line from the movie, and that's the uh, "We're going to steal." <laughs> I'm sorry. Declaration of Independence. I do enjoy when he uses it to to, to hit the bullets to protect himself. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That. Yeah. Um. And and uh, to rebels, your comment left behind was the religious movie. 2014 
Okay. Uh, pardon my. It was a good book, clicks. though. It was a good read. Is Michael, it, yeah, I, hope, I, I hope you are, didn't already share that comment there. I did. I already did. Oh, gotcha. No. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, um, uh, gosh, who's who's the uh, Johnny Depp and Nicholas Cage have like the same financial advisor? Because I know both of them are notorious for just losing money in one way or another. Yeah, Johnny <laughs> Depp. Johnny Depp's starting to do some real crap too. The last mm. ten years, I would say, not yeah. as much as Nick Cage, man. I mean, five to six movies a year—that's a lot. I mean, that he, I think he's borderline like Samuel L. Jackson. He's just in everything. Only Samuel I would like to. Good I role. would like to point out. I think if National Treasure came out now, it would be even worse, though. Oh yeah, because I feel like it wouldn't be uh, three adults. It would be like three teenagers somehow, like. Going on this adventure. That sounds like you're about to find out how much worse it is here. When you're doing <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's it's, see. Uh, here it let's, is. let's let's go overall grades. Uh, Derek, uh, a, a through F. We we do we do things simple. Oh, here. Let's see. I liked it pretty well. Uh, I'll give it a B. Okay. Cookie. Uh, C plus. Okay. Paul. I, I can get on the on the B train with kids and popcorn and family movie. It depends on your angle. That's what yeah, it's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, D D plus, and okay. I will note that that Sonic got a C for me. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic is better than this. We as long as it's not about that earlier. Yeah. How about you? Well, I I'm sticking with like what I've been saying, where I have like two separate grades for it, as far as like cheesy feel good fun i would probably give it like a b as far as like a truly good like actual movie it's probably like a like a cd for me cd no. yeah yeah okay probably um, i'll go Compact disc yes, Compact disc. yes. I'll, I'll go uh i'll go c minus uh the only reason why I'm not going D plus, I thought about doing D plus, is because of Diane Kruger. I love her. <laughs> I love Diane Kruger. But I, I, she had me at Helena Troy and in um, what did I say, Inglorious Bastards. Uh, that I, I think she's great. Um, she is great. I like yeah. her. Did uh, I finally found the movie I was trying to think of? Did anyone see Nicolas Cage in the movie Joe from 2013? No. Oh, it rings a bell. Where was that? Random. Here. Um, hold on a sec. Not a family movie. So no, okay. Not a family movie, but uh, it, I don't know. I like I Ty that, Sheridan. I don't he, think I've ever heard of this. Is that kid hmm. in the background? Was he in uh, the oil movie? Gosh darn it! Um, uh, there will be blood. Yeah, was he in? Or I know no. him from somewhere else. But anyway, that's another Nicholas Cage in general tirade versus. Find out. So no, he was, he was in Ready Player oh, One. Ready Player That's, One. Don't you remember that great movie, X Men Apocalypse? Jesus Christ. Right. He's, uh, he's, he's what, Scott guy... Summers? He's Cyclops, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. 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 So Joe is randomly okay with me. But again, you can't trust me uh, or Derek, apparently, according to Jackson. <laughs> I'm going to watch trustworthy. I'm going to watch it. it. It looks pretty good. Do I, you guys uh, think the fact that he got hired for five movies in a year? And was able to actually memorize his lines and produce five movies in a year. Consider him a, a decent actor, because most actors can't do all of that in one year. But not but he's five the same movies. character in every movie, though. He just remembers I, lines and just. I mean, we both love The Rock, but name a movie that The Rock is not the generic Rock. 
We both love The Rock. I am a fan. I'm a huge fan. I see that face. I'm a huge fan. But name a movie that don't The Rock. You, no, I don't. I don't hate The Rock. Don't use The Rock against me. <laughs> <laughs> Condolences. His father had passed away recently. Yeah, uh, yeah. that was. He he gave a really good tribute. Sorry to sidetrack. I showed oh, yeah. that. Uh, that was that was. Uh, showed that to mm-hmm. my wife. It was really uh, uh, touching, and he was brought cameras into that. You know, his daughter's uh, climbing in the ring too. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. Is she? Yeah. I had no idea. Yep. Yes. Oh, his yeah. oldest daughter. How old is she? She's, she's what, like twenty-one, I think, or is she eighteen? Uh, one of the. I can't remember, but yeah, she just signed a contract with WWE. So Did you uh, know, his gym travels with him for gosh yeah. knows. Oh so yeah. Much yeah. Money. yeah they break it down and build it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that, that's that. I would absolutely love. That's that. dedication. Like an old interview with um, John Krasinski earlier today. Talking about him going in and working out with The Rock and like not even knowing what half the equipment was and like trying to figure oh, out. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's funny. It was pretty. pretty I funny. like the rundown. Uh, yeah, the great movie. Uh, I always thought Jim Halpert could mix it up with with Dwayne Johnson. You know, he did. <laughs> apparently, he yeah, they could. Movie. He was doing the whole you know, like thirteen hour, like when he was jacked. So, yeah. Are you talking about a movie though? Uh, no, I was saying in real life, I figured Jim, oh. I can just see Jim Halpert just pumping yeah. iron. He's up. a little more limber for the yeah, rock. Rock's like good shape when right. uh, he was trying out to uh trying out for Captain America. Hey, Jack Ryan, he's pretty he's pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah. He's he's maintained a pretty mm-hmm. pretty decent yeah. level. So it's just going to be um us five and then one uh two for the um Oh, I was just duplicating. No, no, no. Uh, so one of them will be the audience. Okay. Right. So you need a, you need I a. I got a good one lined up. Me, one of mine. I got a good one. one lined up. I hope I win. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're so we're uh, so we're towards the end of uh, of, of our show here, and uh, at the end of each um, episode of uh, Downright Annoyed with Movies, uh, we have a wheel here, uh, and uh, Riley's writing out names of everybody here, and also uh, one open for the chat, which whoever lands on gets to choose the movie for next time. Um, if you're, and we all have to watch it from beginning to end, Paul, and. Um, <laughs> So just make sure whatever it is you choose, we watch it from beginning to end. Uh, and uh, yeah, hope. Okay, so let's see. Yeah, it should be good. Let's see. So we got Cookie, we got Riley, we got uh, Jackson, Paul. Who's Sean? Thought Sean was. Sorry, am I? Do I have a name wrong here? You do. It's Derek. how rude. How yeah, rude. It's okay. Isn't Sean, Sean your middle name? Sean Bean. Bean. That's why I have Sean. Apparently, you look like Sean Bean. Uh, <laughs> I have John in my head. Yeah, here, I'm sorry. I, got, I, here, I, I can no, go I, by Sean if you can. We just to. call him. Can we just call him Sean from now on? <laughs> sure. I, guess, I guess we're you're Sean from now on. All right. Like, Talk about Sean the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's less letters that I have to spell out. Now, did you, did you spell Sean, Sean as in S-E-A-N? Ah, yeah. good job. Nice. Nicely Thank you. Done. Thank right. you. Well, now let me make sure I spell Derek right. Dang yeah. it. It's the easy way, by the way. It's just D-E-R-I-K? E-K. Oh. <laughs> uh. okay. okay. I can't see the screen. Two, two E's. I'm a mile away from the computer. There we Where are your glasses? <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen Derek in a few podcasts. Oh, he's so offended. He never came back. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Derek, don't worry. I won't come back. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. 
Now the uh, the the audience, um, if you're still sitting in there, be ready with a movie because yeah. if you win. The first person to suggest a movie title. Okay, so that's what we're gonna do. Watch. The first person to suggest a movie title. Right. So type okay, so it in. Actually, and here's, here's what I'll do. If if any of you guys are uh, familiar with uh, uh, Discovery Bay Comics, uh, what uh, I'll do is I'll write like starting line, and then as soon as I press enter, whoever types it in at the quickest and and enters it in that'll be the first one that way we don't just there's no discrepancy got it uh, or anything that's if the audience okay. wins okay now is it correct? now it is all right does Let's everybody have that. a movie ready in their head <laughs> yeah if i could uh make this here i have several but i have one perfect there. oh you guys right. wrote cookie wrong what? I'm cookie? just I'm joking. I'm just joking. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay are we all ready yeah all right Suspense is killing me. Audience. Audience. Oh. All right. So here we go. I'm okay. going to do the starting line. Make me smaller. There it is. Oh, I'm a little worried about this now. All right. Starting line. All right. I wonder what you guys are going to get. All right. <laughs> Hopefully you guys all have your movie ready. I'm going to give you guys about five seconds before I press enter. Five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. All right, so starting line is in. You can't do it, Cookie. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even spell right, it right either. Wookie gets it. I like the workaround. There. Heavy metal. What is that? Hmm. Hmm. Heavy metal. Who's in that? Hold on, I got a. Oh, the animated movie Heavy Metal. Let's I know see. what he picked. Oh okay, man, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get pull it up on the screen here. <laughs> It was a 1981 heavy metal. Now, now, uh, uh, Michael, where did you type that starting line in? Did you do it in Streamyard or did you? No, do I it did it in. So I opened up a new uh, another. I have my. Uh, my well, then the Facebook crew didn't get a shot then. Oh, but well, it's too late. We'll let it slide this week. Okay, I need. Yeah, I need to figure out how to do it because we do have uh, three people on on there doing it. Um, uh, heavy okay. metal. Heavy metal is that animated movie with like the 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 girl with the huge a huge breasts. We have a woman present, so I'll try to be, you know, as is it nineteen. It's night from nineteen eighty one. Here, uh, here, I'm gonna do this. Is it this? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just play the play play a second of the trailer, unless right. you think we'll get a strike. No. I, I don't I don't want to know anything. I, uh, all right, I was gonna. You've say never heard of this, Paul? I know. I've only heard of the magazine, like heavy metal. No, I don't know. All right, I grew well, up under a rock. This, yeah. this oh, isn't it. This looks like National Treasure Three. Locking key. I know nothing. In Has the... anyone started that show? By the way, yes, I have. Yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah. So you know, this movie is basically. Oh like eighties, eighties uh, metal fans. Wet dream is the idea. Okay, so Jeez. it's gonna be fun to watch. And talk okay, about. all right. Well, there she is, oh, right here. here Redhead in all her glory. There it is. Yep. Heavy okay. metal. All right. A gun that shoots arrows. I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. All I needed to see. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. Well, hey guys. Um, thank you guys all for having for uh, doing this. Thank you for who who was the one that suggested this again? Solo Wookie. Yeah. Was it Solo Wookie? Yeah. Thank you, Solo Wookie, for um for for suggesting this. Um, before we go, um, we'll go around the horn one more time. Uh, just tell everybody where who you are, where they can find you, what you got coming up next. Uh, let's go with Cookie. 
Hey guys, uh, so yeah, I have an episode. I'm trying to do episodes every single Tuesday. I change it up instead of being on a Monday to a Tuesday. Uh, talk all things from pop culture, geek stuff. Uh, I just did an interview with Jay Douglas Wrights, who is a comic book writer for Parallel out of SourcePoint Press. Uh, fantastic work. Uh, so definitely check it out. You can get me on all forms of social media at Just Little Podcast and on Twitter at Just Podcast. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Cool. Thanks, man. All right, uh, Derek. AKA and uh, I'm Derek from Pulsad Podcast. We talk about alternative music such as rock and metal. We do album reviews from time to time. And sometimes we'll discuss movie and movies and TV shows. You can find us on all social media such as Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And uh, listen to us on all podcast platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere where you listen to podcasts. Awesome. Cool. Paul. Hey, uh, my name is Paul. You can find me at comicbookinvest.com and you can find me Monday nights on the podcast Tales from the Flipside live on YouTube and the CBSI Facebook page. We talk uh, comics, sports cards, stuff that you can find at uh, um, comic cons to flip that you may not know about and just kind of shoot the breeze in between. So tune if you can. Appreciate it. Awesome. Jackson. And yeah, Jackson, uh, Bored and Annoyed. Go to boredandannoyed.com. You can look at all of our episodes. We talk movies every single week, um, or we try to get an episode out every week. Uh, if we don't have a specific movie to review, we usually have a topic, or we talk about one of our favorite movies or whatever. But uh, but yeah, you can find us on every podcast platform. And um, I just want to say, Derek, this suggestion by the audience is perfect for your show. Yeah, for yeah, sure. This is, this is uh, designed for the uh the the heavy metal and you know rock rock bros yeah so i'm excited to watch it yeah me too awesome and uh baby where can they find us they can find us pretty much everywhere youtube (laughs) youtube spotify google play stitcher Castbox, on uh at downrightnerdy.com on instagram twitter Cool. All the places. And the uh, places. Be, be on the lookout. Uh, Monday night, we're going to be dropping our um, uh, video on our giveaway. Uh, so it'll be a, it's our 50th episode. Uh, we're going to be dropping that tomorrow as well. So Ooh. cool. Congrats. Uh, congrats. Panel, thank you so much, everybody in the chat. Thanks, guys, for hanging out with us. Uh, be sure to check us out next week, uh, probably, probably Saturday evening. Uh, we might bump it an extra hour later. But, uh, yeah, so uh, heavy metal next week. Heavy metal. Yeah, right. All right, guys. Take it easy. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.